Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jake Hare. And before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that we're giving one listener a free ticket, flight, and hotel stay to TechCrunch Disrupt this September in San Francisco. If you're interested in entering the giveaway, head over to launchchat.io. And if you haven't already, we'd really appreciate it if you went and rated and reviewed our podcast on iTunes. Right now, we just broke into the top 200 this week, and our goal is to break into the top 100 and then keep going from there. And the only way we can do that is because those of you who have rated and reviewed us already. So if you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you went over and gave us a rating or review. Now, today's question comes from Wendy, and we're going to be covering how important it is to have an attorney or an accountant on board for your startup in the early stages. And it can be hard to spend even a dollar on anything you don't think you need as a startup founder. Uh, But we're going to talk about uh, whether or not it's a good idea to have either one of those positions on board as a startup, maybe not as employees, but even as contractors or on retainer, and when to know if it's the right time to actually do that. And if it's not, why not? So I'm going to go ahead and ask Wendy's question. Today's question comes from Wendy from Ontario, Canada. How important is it to have an attorney or accountant as an early stage startup? We're registered as an LLC and have done the basic legal requirements and such, but I'm not sure if we should be setting money aside to have an accountant or attorney on retainer to handle those things for us. If it's not the right time this early, which is pre-revenue with just a few customers right now, then how do you know when it is the right time? Hey Wendy, so thanks for your question. And this is, this is a really hard thing for any startup founder to do is spend money on things that don't directly impact the company, or at least it doesn't feel like it directly impacts the company. And obviously, you know, like an accountant and an attorney is not something that you can bill for. It's not something that's going to make you more money necessarily. It's not something that's going to like get you another customer. It's just one of those things that you kind of feel like you need to do at some point. So I'm going to tell you this from like a technical, like point of view of what you're supposed to do. Uh, And then I'm going to tell you like in actuality what most people do and that it's kind of okay. We at Launchpeer, it took us a long time to hire an attorney. And the only reason we hired one was because we got so big that we felt we needed to and we had the revenue to actually do it and do it pretty comfortably. Before that, what we did was we hired an attorney whenever we just needed one, which wasn't very often. And we would need one to like file our LLC or we would need one to change over to an S corp. Uh, and to be honest with you, to file the LLC, I just did it myself, but to move over to an S corp, I had to uh, hire an attorney to change other incorporation stuff. Like we had to have an attorney do that when, you know, other situations and things come up or we need like a terms and conditions page written up or something or looked over, then we'd have an attorney do that. Um, and so for most startups, that's fine. Like just paying for the legal advice when you need it is good. I would not recommend for an early stage startup having an attorney on staff. Unless like you're toying with a lot of money, sometimes the investors, if you raise a lot of money, will require you to have somebody like working closely with you as an attorney. But some VC firms will have people like that on staff, like an operational VC will have attorneys and accountants and stuff on staff for you, but it's not a requirement. So for the attorney, it's a really short answer and easy one, which is only hire an attorney and pay for one if you really need it. And most of the time, hopefully you don't need one because they're expensive. (laughs) The accountant side is a little more complicated. So when I started Launchpeer for the first year and a half, we had no accountant. It was me 
kind of playing around with QuickBooks and trying to figure out what I was doing from there. Uh, about a year and a half in, we were sending so many invoices and we were getting so much, we had so much accounts receivable and past due invoices and all this other stuff that was coming in and out. And I, the only reason I really even hired an accountant at that point wasn't because of that. I didn't realize how much accounting I was doing. It was really because I wanted to get better visibility into the cash flow of the company. Like, how are we doing this month compared to last month? And like, where's the money going and how is it being used? And is it being spent the right way? Can I hire someone right now? Can I not hire someone right now? And so all those questions, I, I really needed an accountant to give me like a high level analysis of everything. But it took me about a year and a half to get to that point. We had enough revenue where I could comfortably afford to have a first a bookkeeper on staff. So that's the first thing I hired. And then we upgraded to like a productized service accountant, which uh, doesn't cost a whole lot and it's a fixed price every month uh, and they handle taxes and all that stuff for us. But we only did that when we got to the point where I needed that information uh, and we had the money to comfortably pay for it. But, and here's the thing, when we hired the accountant, they looked at our books and they were a nightmare. Uh, it took them three months to like untangle all the stupid stuff that I had done in QuickBooks, like mark things under the wrong category or not put the accounts in the right place or switched bank accounts a couple of times and didn't like verify the books in QuickBooks or whatever it is that you call it. And so it was a huge mess. Like they had to go back to our old bank and like get all the old bank statements and like reconcile a bunch of things. And it was a, a pain. Like it was just a lot. So if I could go back I wouldn't have hired an accountant or bookkeeper full-time or, I mean, they're not full-time right now, but like I wanted to have paid for the bookkeeping service. But what I would have done is had done something. The first year and a half, I did absolutely nothing. So what I would have done in the beginning was hire an accountant to just give me like a couple hours of their time to teach me how to use QuickBooks and run my accounting appropriately. So that's what I would have done first. After a little while, if I had the revenue, I would have paid something like Bench or another bookkeeping service to just literally only do the bookkeeping for me at like a couple hundred dollars a month. That's kind of hard to not do. It's, it's so inexpensive that anyone can do that today. And then I think I hired that accounting company to actually manage our accounting at the right time, which is about 18 months in when we were making, I think at that time we were making like 50 K in monthly recurring revenue. And I think that was a good time to hire an accountant to like be the one managing our books and managing our accounting and giving me projections and stuff on a regular basis. Before that, I think it would have been kind of a waste, but that's not to say I shouldn't have done something the first year and a half. I should have done something. Uh, I just, like most founders, I thought what I was doing was okay. Like, yeah, I was in QuickBooks and I was sending invoices and all that stuff. But like I had no idea what I was doing. I was not doing anything the right way. So Wendy, if I were you at the stage you're in where you're pre-revenue with just a few customers, don't hire an accountant or an attorney. Hire an attorney for when you need one, hire an accountant for when you need one. And I'd say for the accounting side, you need one right now to at least tell you how to do all the bookkeeping and to have you set everything up the right way. Make sure that you're tracking everything the right way and maybe just pay like every quarter to have them come in and just audit everything to make sure everything looks good. Uh, that's really pretty cheap to do. Once you move past that and you're maybe post revenue with a few more customers, then think about having a bookkeeper come on because it's going to save you a lot of time and hassle at that moment and down the road. So your accountant doesn't yell at you for having totally messed up books. And then once you get to a comfortable revenue number where you feel you can afford to have an accountant who's focused on you and your needs, then bring them on. So short answer to both of your questions is you don't need to have an attorney and accountant on your staff, like from the get go. 
just make sure that you have the means and ability and the wherewithal to know when you do need one to come on. Okay. So hopefully it answers your question. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. Definitely spend that money on places that uh, are more important, like getting customers, spending it on marketing, building your product or whatever else it is you're doing, Wendy. That's it for today's episode. To celebrate the launch of the podcast, we're giving a listener a free ticket to TechCrunch Disrupt, which is this September in San Francisco. To learn more about the giveaway, head over to launchchat.io. And while you're there, you can also post your startup question right on our website. All you have to do is click record, ask your question, and we'll feature you on the show. Remember, if you don't want to miss an episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe. And we'd also love it if you gave us a rating or review. Until next episode, keep grinding. Keep grinding.